European Union and Turkey to tackle the migrant crisis, saying migrant flows to Greece have decreased markedly in recent months. Turkey and the EU last month sealed an accord which aims to end the chaotic arrival of migrants and refugees, most fleeing war and poverty in the Middle East, Africa and Asia. After more than a million reached Europe last year, the European Commission has increased its financial support to refugees in Turkey to over 3 billion rand. The money will go towards uh, making provisions for food, health care and accommodation, amongst others now. Joining us on the line is independent media's foreign editor, Shannon Ibrahim, who's currently at a refugee camp in Nizip in southeastern Turkey. Thank you so much for speaking to us, Shannon. Just let's first start with what, what the conditions are there at the moment. At the moment, uh, the conditions in the camps are ex- excellent. I think Turkey has really engaged in a model of humanitarian assistance for the refugees. Um, so far, the country has spent $10 billion on assisting particularly the Syrian refugees. So we visited a camp um, which is basically made out of white containers. Um, there are 4,800 people in that particular camp. But they've really gone out of their way to give them whatever dignity they can. Mm. So, for example, they give them the basic food stuff, but they also give them about 489 rand a month per person in order to buy um, extra things from a supermarket that they've created at the refugee camp. They also get electricity, hot water, air conditioning and heaters. Um, the children go to school and they also teach high school kids Turkish so that they can go to university. So in that particular camp, 35 students are already um, attending a Turkish university. Um, but the problem is the flow keeps coming and many of these people have come from Aleppo, Homs and Damascus and have fled continual bombardment of their homes. So the numbers aren't necessarily decreasing? Um, Well, since the deal was done between the EU and Turkey, there's only been about 350 people who have legally tried now to move into Europe. Um, So when you, where I was in Turkey last year in Izmir, there was about 2,000 Syrians and other refugees leaving for Greece um, on small boats. Um, and now that number has decreased from 2,000 to about 20 or 30 a day. And what happens when they get to Greece is they're basically um, take, deported back to Turkey, and that's the agreement. Um, so from my understanding, even if they come in other ways, not just in Greece, they will be turned back to Turkey, which is why many of the refugees in Macedonia have been protesting, because the agreement now is that they won't allow any more refugees into Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, very few very few Syrians have actually been turned back, but that's the deal. So um, the European Union has promised 3 billion euros to Turkey to look after the refugees, but there's a lot of conditions attached. Um, they want Turkey to start a new accounting system, which will take eight months. So none of that money is actually being delivered to Turkey at the moment, but it's funding all of them, the refugee crisis management itself through its own emergency and disaster management um, group called AFED. Now let's go back to conditions at the camp. Obviously you said they've tried to really go out of their way to give them as much dignity as possible, but camp life can't be easy, especially for very young children. You were at a crash. How are those children handling it? You know, in many of these camps, a lot of the refugees have actually been there for two or three years. So it's actually quite sad to think that one would live in a container, literally a container of two rooms and a toilet for two to three years. 
and and it's not a prison they can leave the camp but only for two weeks a year unless they want to leave and go and live in turkey itself but then they don't get any humanitarian assistance so the one teenage girl i met this afternoon um who was about 16 um she was asked by the group of african journalists that i'm with what would she like what is her hope for the future where would she want to go does she want to go to germany and she said all we want is a normal life we don't care whether it's back in damascus if Assad were to leave power we would go back tomorrow um or whether it's in europe or even in turkey we just want to have a normal life and a way to go to school and to make a living and i think that's the really desperately sad part is that I mean, it's really just um, white containers with um, a mask made out of, um, you know, uh, basically plastic and a playground. And this is, and it's all cordoned off by barbed wire in the middle of nowhere, it seems. Um, and it's 40 kilometers from the Syrian border and only an hour's drive from Aleppo, which is being completely decimated by the war in Syria. And I, I asked an old man who was with his five kids, you know, how, were your children very traumatized when you arrived in Turkey? And he said it was re- very bad. The bombing was very bad. And they've been getting counseling in these refugee camps for their children for post-traumatic stress. Thank you so much for speaking to us, Shannon. Shannon Ibrahim is uh, Independent Media's foreign editor. She recently, uh, in fact, she was speaking to us from a refugee